0: Are you ready to change your life? Are you ready to climb your ladder? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Ian, and welcome to the High Hopes Initiative Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy day and checking out this podcast. This is episode eight, and episode eight is a follow-up from uh, the last podcast, episode seven. And this episode is also about another unsexy thing that leaders have to do, unfortunately, which is termination. Before we get into the podcast, just wanted to say, if you haven't done so already, please check out the website, highhopesinitiative.com. A couple of blog posts are gonna be put on there. We All the podcasts can be found on there, and uh, there's a link to contact me and a little bit about me section. So if you wanna know more about what I'm about, or a little more about me, please log on to highhopesinitiative.com, and you should be able to find all of those things there. Also, if you're listening to this and have not connected to me on LinkedIn, please do. Uh, This is the most active platform in social media that I'm using right now, so LinkedIn, ian.roth, and the number one. Would love to connect with you. Always talking to people. Really built some awesome relationships on there, so Find me on LinkedIn or go to my website. All right, so getting into the episode today, termination. And again, one of the really unsexy things that we're sometimes faced to do as leaders. And we've done everything like we discussed in the last episode, trying to get this employee on the right path, trying to to help them succeed and giving them the tools necessary to succeed. But unfortunately, sometimes no matter how much effort, no matter how many tools we give someone, they're just unable to do so. So after a series of progressive discipline events, the person can't improve. Unfortunately, it might come time to terminate the person. And again, this just really builds about the importance of performance appraisals and giving timely and honest feedback. So if you get to this point that you need to terminate someone, there really should be no surprises for you or for the person because they've had these little chunks of, of you know negative but constructive feedback along the way over the past year. Or whatever the time frame is that when it comes time to terminate the person, you know, they, they should have seen the writing on the wall, if you will. And, and doing a successful, classy and professional termination is you have to remind yourself what you are. If you're a leader, you are serving others and, you know, making tough decisions that others don't want to make is, is often not written in the formal job description, but it's a truth. So you have to be, want to serve others and when times are hard, you have to make those tough decisions a few things to think about when you're terminating someone is you know i've had to do this a couple times but i mean the morning that you know you're going to do it as you're getting ready to go to work just you need to have a good long look at yourself in the mirror and look at yourself look at your reflection and and be able to tell yourself that you've honestly done that everything that you can do for this person or if it's not something that you personally can directly help this person with, you put them in touch with a person that can do that and, and can give them the tools to accomplish their task in order to be successful. If you look in the mirror at yourself and you don't have that gut feeling that you've done everything, don't terminate the person. I mean, you need to, you need to lay you need to have given a hundred and ten percent to this person to make them successful. And and if you've done that, you have honestly you can say without a shadow of a doubt, you've done that. Then and only then is the is the correct time to terminate someone. Now now for performance. Uh, to terminate someone for performance. Now if someone like does something drastic and the work has a, a violent outburst or you know comes to work drunk or something drastic like that, yes, obviously maybe no progressive discipline involved. The person needs to be terminated on the spot right away, has to leave. But really, if it's performance based, you need to know in your heart of hearts that you did everything. For that person to try to make them successful. As you're doing this self-reflecting, just think back to the golden rule. How would you want to be treated? You're about to do something that's going to maybe be the worst thing that's ever happened to this person. I mean, you really need to person personify this person because the person that you're letting go is indeed a human being with feelings. I mean, this person might have a, a wife, family, husband, kids, extended family, and and of course himself that he's supporting from the with the money that he's making at this job and you're you're about to remove the most likely source of income probably the only source of income that this person has to support all these people this is a big deal you should be a little nervous about it because it's a big deal you're going to drastically change someone's life and and make them perhaps the most uncomfortable and their family the most uncomfortable that they've ever been so with that being said it's really easy to not terminate someone because it is very hard to do. I mean, that is a big burden that you're having to do. But as a leader, if that's the decision that is best for the company, you have to do it. But again, you want to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say that you've done everything to give them the tools to be successful. So if you've done that, you've looked at the mirror and know it's the right thing to do for your team and your company and and you decide to do it, again, how would, think about this, how how would you want it done to you? If you were in the seat getting fired how would you want to be fired not really something you like to think about but i mean really putting yourself in the other person's shoes is just an awesome exercise as to how to do that so uh, i'm going to go through a couple points that i found on an awesome article on entrepreneur uh, on entrepreneur.com and you know i'll be talking about a lot of them mixed in with with some of my previous experiences since i've done it a couple times uh, one of the points on this article is fire early in the week instead of uh, on a friday So the rationale that the article gives for this is assuming the employee doesn't turn things around for the better, fire them early in the work week. Never fire someone on Friday because they can stew about it over the weekend and come into work the following Monday ready for a fight or even worse. Personally, I've always executed terminations on Fridays and immediately after the termination, the person was escorted from the premises. So I kind of disagree a little bit with what the article on Entrepreneur is saying, I mean, I suppose I do see the benefit to doing it on a Monday or earlier in the week where you deliver the news and, you know, you have the following proceeding days of the person not being there. Um, Personally, I like the Friday because it gives them time, you know, after they're escorted from the building to think about it. And the article says to stew about it. But really for them to do some reflecting, I mean, you as the boss are not at work those two days more than likely. So it gives like some separation it gives you the person executing the termination time to think and reflect about it and gives the person who was terminated time to reflect about it. So I see an argument for both ways. Personally, I like to I don't like to terminate anybody, but I prefer to terminate people on Fridays. The article says earlier in the week. So again, if if you guys have any any comments or differences or anything for the stuff I'm talking about, please like engage with me on the website on LinkedIn, on my blog. Uh, I mean, this is like, I wanna have these conversations with people because there are so many so many right answers to some of this stuff that, I mean, my experience is only my experience. I'd love to hear your experience. Uh, if you've done this before, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked. So please feel free to engage and let me know um, your perspective on it. Another point here on entrepreneur is make it short, sweet, and to the point. And so the first time that I had to fire someone I mean, it was like I was I was shaking in my boots. I didn't know what to do. So I was Googling the heck out of, you know, how to fire someone. And believe it or not, like if you type in how to fire someone at that time was like coming up as a suggested search results. So I don't know what that was all about. But I mean, they really the, the theme that I kept seeing over and over and over again is this point. But make it short, sweet and to the point. The employee might cry. So you need to go into this termination session knowing that the employee might cry Get emotional, but don't get caught up in the person's emotions. You know, have it, maybe have a box of tissues there, in anticipation of this, and very importantly, have a witness there—another peer of yours, as the manager or your boss or something like that—just to to have someone else present in case the employee makes threats, or if later on, if the employee claims that you, um, you know, said some some discriminating things or something like that. Most of the time when delivering negative feedback to someone in, you know, a closed environment like office door closed, it's good to have a witness in there just for those things. So someone else is in there to vouch for what you said and did not say so that the employee cannot make any false claims. A couple more points under this make it short, sweet and to the point is tell the employee that they're being terminated and that they'll be expected to leave the office after they gather their things. Um, we don't want the employee lingering around because that's how gossip starts. Uh, a lot of you know, he might do something drastic and and you just you want to make it short sweet and just kind of rip the band-aid off for lack of a better phrase. Uh, make it short sweet and get the person out of there. While you're actually delivering the termination, make explain to the person that the firing is for cause, but you know don't really go into detail about the grounds for termination. You don't want to fight here, you just want to be blunt and to the point that the person, didn't meet your expectations or goals and the last performance reviews that you've done on them and all the other uh, counselings leading up to this, the person did not change and, and your mind is made up that the person is terminated. So if the person starts giving excuses and reasons, you simply need to say that. My mind is made up and you're being terminated. The next point on here is, again, kind of what we said about escorting the person out of the workplace is do not let the employee linger. Unless there's an absolutely urgent need for the person to stay around for a few days, like do not do not let them stay around in the office get them the heck out of there. I don't know what what purpose it would have for you to fire someone and have them like finish out the rest of the work week. again, that's why I like it on Friday uh, terminating on Fridays if you need to. but you know do not let the employee linger, deliver the news in like five or ten minutes or less for sure. Um, have someone escort the person to collect their belongings and get them out of there. Uh, something else, entrepreneur uh, speaks about here in this article, and I didn't really think about it uh, because I wasn't in HR and didn't really handle this at my level. But ask for a release from the employee and give the employee incentive to sign it, especially if the employee is a minority, a female, or over the age of forty. All those those three mentioned there are protected classes. Uh, the the article recommends having them sign a release of liability. Make sure you do not do not draft this yourself. This has to be this has to go through your HR department. And the legal department, more than likely, because you want this to be, you know, correctly written in a legal sense and an HR sense, so that an employee is not potentially signing something that has no legal grounds and is not enforceable by law. But at the same time, run this document through those channels, have a have a release drawn up, and give the employee instead of to sign it. Uh, something you can say and offer to the employee can go along the lines of. Uh, You'll be entitled to one week severance pay from being terminated now. But, you know, if you sign this release form, the company would be happy to extend it for three weeks. Again, make sure you talk this over with the company attorney. And, uh, you know, a really good incentive to to make this person not claim discrimination after the fact. Uh, You get them legally saying they were not discriminated against and they're getting a little more severance pay. So, again, a good tool to use. To avoid any retaliatory legal actions from the terminated employee, uh, another point the article mentions is reassign the terminated employee's job duties promptly. So as to as soon as the employee leaves the premises, is terminated, escorted out. Bring all your other employees together. Tell them that the employee is no longer working here. Don't give any details, but uh, right there and then, when you have your group together, you need to reassign the terminated person's duties to other people. This will prevent a rumor mill and and really. You're telling everybody the news straight from your mouth, and you know the ball isn't dropped on any other work tasks because you're reassigning the duties right away. This is something I've done. Uh, I think every single time uh, that I've terminated someone, I mean, you do it. You deliver the news, execute the termination, and bring the team together. Tell them what just happened because more than likely some of the people were friends with the terminated person, and you're gonna that person's perhaps not gonna tell the true story to his, to his or her friends. So. Bring the whole team together, if it's just, if, whatever the facility is, company, that's on site. Bring them together as the leader. You should be doing this anyway because you want to be transparent as a leader. When you bring everybody together, tell them this person was terminated and here's how we're going to go forward. End of the story. Cuts the rumors. Uh, no rumors allowed. It gets rid of most of the potential rumors and you're delivering the news as the leader to your team. So you look like you're being transparent for telling everybody the bottom line up front. And the last point here on the entrepreneur article is it's labeled as get the job done. There's only one thing worse than firing an employee who's likely to get emotional, angry, violent, and that is not firing them. So the worst thing you can do in this whole situation after very constructive, objective performance evaluations and counselings are delivered to someone And the person is not performing or the person is just, you know, that angry guy in the office or the violent guy in the office. The worst thing you can do after doing all that is keep the person around. I mean, holding on to this kind of person is just going to wreak havoc on your business and and it's going to destroy your company culture. It tells other employees the wrong message. I mean, if you're allowing someone to act like that, the other employees are going to see that. And, you know, think, wow, you know, Bob's acting like a jerk. I can I can get away with that. He still works here. I mean, I, I haven't seen any disciplinary actions taken against him. So, OK, I'll start acting. It's OK for me to act that way. And you get more, a couple more people acting like that. Your company culture is going to go to hell. And then it's just productivity is going to drop substantially. And it's just going to be terrible for you as the leader and the whole organization or company. So if someone's not living up to the job, don't delay it. Be prompt, be timely, terminate that person, and get them out of there. All right, so that was that wraps up the entrepreneur article. So I'm going to go through some of the terminations that I've had to execute through my various roles in leadership throughout the last 10 years or so. Uh, the first one I ever had to do ended up being three in a consecutively back-to-back, but um, showed up to a job and the facility was underperforming significantly was the worst facility in the company I believe at the time and a lot of it was because of the leadership there was just abysmal I mean there were no no rules being enforced no standards being enforced really I mean it it was just absolutely terrible nothing was getting done nobody was really doing any work whatsoever Um, it, it was just an absolute mess and the Lead facility manager was um, was terminated like right prior to me getting there. I interviewed with uh, some of the corporate folks who, through seeing my background, you know, thought I was a very ambitious and direct leader. So wanted kind of to put me in the facility to get some discipline and standards back. So I started there and um, like a, a mid level manager role. I had three or four uh, salaried supervisors working under me, and immediately after getting there, I could see that they were. A big cause of the problem and why everything was functioning so poorly. I mean, these guys would would show up to work whenever they felt like it, take off whenever they felt like it. Uh, I mean, when they were there, supposed to be working, they were just walking around on their cell phones, kind of BSing with the employees, not doing anything, not holding their employees to any standards. Uh, So I was essentially put there and the uh, corporate folks told me this later, but like to counsel these people and get rid of them. So after doing that and meeting with these these three guys in this case, um, you know laid out my expectations and immediately they started not meeting my expectations and were unable to accomplish the tasks and the assignments and goals that I set for them so I just started the the paperwork of counseling them really really trying to to help them and after about the second or third counseling that I had with them, I could tell that that they were uninterested in changing. They were, I mean, talking crap about me behind my back, you know, telling, them, telling other people that I was acting this way because I was, you know, a former military person and all this stuff. Like, nah, that has nothing to do with it. I mean, you guys are, are lazy jerks and are getting paid, you know, decently well, salaried positions to not do anything. Like, I, I'm, I'm not okay with that. This isn't my company, but I mean, I like to put myself in the shoes. If it was my company, that's absolutely a no-go. So after about, like I said, the third counseling with them, I mean, I was eventually, you know, the corporate folks said, yeah, it's, it's time. Pull the trigger. So I remember it was a Friday. We, uh, my boss and I, who was put there to replace the other senior manager who was fired, I uh, just looked at each other. We knew it was time to do it. And we decided to do all three in a row on a Friday first person came in uh, we delivered the news fired him and for whatever reason he was shocked and couldn't believe we were doing it Uh, but he was escorted from the facility made some violent threats of kind of coming back and doing some stuff so okay that was kind of scared for our lives for the next couple weeks but got him out of there second one same thing hey man it's not working out here we have to let you go and he was a little bit more understanding A little upset, but understood, and, um, you know, not as much animosity there. And then the third one um, was the easiest. He was actually extremely nice about it. He said, you know, I saw this coming. Um, You know, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to live up to your expectations, but I understand your decision. So, like, oh, my my goodness, yeah. Thank you for being so professional about it. You know, best of luck in the future. It's great if you have a termination that ends like that. Best of luck in the future. Both parties kind of part on, on neutral terms or mutual terms and you just both go your separate ways so first guy was making violent threats second guy was kind of indifferent and the third guy was pretty positive about it so in that one day in that hour or two span just kind of did all had all the different reactions that I could have so actually now to go into a little more detail the, the first guy who made the idle threats or the threats rather I didn't know if they were idle or not Uh, resulted in our facility getting armed guards for the next month because of some of the stuff he said as he was leaving. So that was fun to have uh, heavily armed guards at our facility just waiting for this guy or his his friends to come back and potentially do something. On a side note, yeah, hopefully you never have to deal with that either. So those were the three salaried folks that I've had to let go, and there were probably a couple more hourly folks there, but uh, for the sake of time... I won't discuss them, but then I will uh, I do want to bring up an, another job that I was at where uh, I had to terminate an hourly uh, person who was um, with the company for, I think, eight or nine years, I think, the of the hourly team that was there, one of the longest tenured people at the facility, and again, this person was just calling off sick, taking off whenever he wanted to, leaving the day early. If he wanted to, and I mean, previously nobody was holding him to any sort of standard or discipline because this per- the argument was always, well, he's been here the longest, and we really can't afford to lose him, and you know, so we just we just tolerate this behavior. and And when I got there, I mean, this was really affecting our operation. We our operation couldn't do certain things when this person wasn't there. So him deciding to leave early or not commit at all, I mean, it was really affecting the business. and I mean, I, I was the one as the manager having to go out and, and do a lot of this stuff. Like, that, that's not right. I need to be doing other things. I absolutely have no problem in helping and kind of supplementing extra work when needed, but I'm not going to be filling this dude's role on on a more or less permanent basis because he just decides to, to come in and out and do whatever the heck he wanted. So had a couple sit-downs with him and, you know, got the, the up-and-down head nods saying that he understood and, you know, after about four, five, six months, uh, the person kept doing it, wouldn't change the behavior and and told my boss and the other uh, leadership at the facility that I need to let this guy go. Um, you know, the fact that he thinks he's irreplaceable and that's kind of the theme going on here is not the case at all. I mean, I, I was posted a job uh, opening and and got a guy who was just as good, if not better at this job than And this guy who wasn't showing up to work on time. So, um, you're you're never irreplaceable. No matter what you think, there is someone else who will do your job for you if you choose to not do it. So, brought this person in, told him the news, and he was a little surprised because uh, I think he was surprised that someone actually called him out and and took action instead of just having sit down conversations with him. And the news was, hey man, we talked about this for the last six months, and you're still doing it. So. I mean, I told you what would happen if you continue to go down the path you're on and you stayed on that path. So here we are. I have to let you go and, you know, here's collect your things and let's go out and, and leave. So he was a little shocked, but again, it was the for the betterment of the company. And I can tell you the person who replaced that person was like twice as good at that job function as this person was. I mean, getting so much more, so much more efficient, reliable, just everything. So if you're scared to terminate someone because, um, you know, you you just feel that that role can't be filled again, everyone is replaceable. It might take a little more effort on your part as the leader to train that person accordingly, but everyone is replaceable. You can find someone to do the same job as your most valued employee. I promise it can, it can happen. All right, everybody. So that wraps up our episode on termination. Hopefully this will be the last kind of Debbie Downer episode I do for a while. But again, um, just the, the bottom line up front, if you will, for termination, be, be brief and concise and get the person out of your building. You've already made up the, your mind to do it. So be respectful, professional, deliver the news and get the person out of there. No lingering, no long conversations. Just execute it and get it over with. You'll be so happy that you did. And, uh, you know, your company will thank you also. Thank you so much for checking out the High Hopes Initiative podcast, episode number eight. Really, if you like what you're hearing over the last several episodes, please subscribe, tell a friend about it. Um, I think I'm up to like 20 listens by this time, which is awesome. Again, said it before, I'm I'm thrilled that just some other person besides me would want to listen to this because I think there's a lot of good stuff. and, And all you guys who are engaging with me on LinkedIn are giving me tons of ideas for more content. So I thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Check me out on highhopesinitiative.com. If you want to reach out to me via email, it is ian at highhopesinitiative.com. Take care, everybody, and until next time.